Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before, and we read their scripts. Today I am jumping back into the author table i don't really know what that sentence was supposed to be at all i'm back in the writer's chair there we go that sounds all right i have never seen uh the new hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes but i rewrote it and we read my script we're joined by Lindsay adams hilarious comedian bailey norton hilarious comedian uh, you can find Lindsay at Lindsay adams is popular on instagram uh, Bailey norton you find her on instagram as well it's just a, a a great time i had a lot of fun rewriting this script I've seen some of the Hunger Games. We talk about all that. This is as much fun as I've ever had with the script I wrote. And we had a good time. Thank you, guys. Uh, You know, we're trying to slowly move back onto our normal schedule here. It's Wednesday now instead of a Tuesday, but you get it. And we we just had a lot of fun with this one. Check out the video, youtube.com slash neverseenit. We have a brand new game that we have never played that might even be more fun to watch, potentially. Uh, You'll have to wait until uh, sort of the last third of the episode for that whole new game very long very complicated just like i like it and a lot of fun and just chaos and one i think we can kind of put into the regular rotation as well uh, but please enjoy this episode i want to let you guys know if you're in los angeles i am running my show hard to say at the elysian theater again it is going to be on sunday february i oh, look i'm looking up the date right now i'm not good at remembering these uh sunday february 4th so this is the Sunday where there is not NFL football, which is nice if you can come out if you do like that. Uh, but it's Sunday the 4th. This is my show about trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease, chronic pain, all that stuff I've been living with. And this is insane. But on the show, there is also Aparna Nancherla, Jermaine Fowler, and Reggie Watts. They're going to come perform on the show as well, and I'm going to do my uh, uh, comedy show about pain. Bonkers lineup, if I'm being honest. 
Uh, ElysianTheater.com. You can get tickets to that. It's in L.A. Sunday, February 4th. I'm also setting up some shows in Denver, Fort Collins, Boulder, Colorado, uh, Portland, hopefully Seattle, and, and the Bay Area as well. Those will be coming up in upcoming months. Uh, you know, Follow me at Kyle Ayers on Instagram for the, for the updates on those. We got show video up at YouTube.com slash Never Seen It. We have a Patreon with the extended version of this episode at patreon.com slash never seen too many plugs. We got too many plugs. Come to the show if you're in LA. I love where this show is at. It is a, a difficult thing that I've enjoyed doing, and I can't believe these people who are going to come do some stuff on the show with me as well. Uh, Elysiantheater.com, me with the Parna, Jermaine, and Reggie. Enjoy the episode. I have never seen The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I had to read the title. Sorry for the long intro. You guys are the best. I, I tried to look at movies that were that you had seen that I had not, Lindsay. Yeah. And I wanted to rewrite one of those. Oh, there's incredible. a lot of movies and stuff I haven't seen, but I've also I think <clears throat> done, written like 20 for this, so I'm running low on them. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, so I have never seen a ballad of songbirds and snakes. Oh my god, The Hunger Games. <laughs> uh, Wait, what? I literally hate that you picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the mad. new Hunger Games movie. This is the Hunger Games. That's still maybe in theaters, it or at least be. like tapering oh, off of the being Peter in theaters. Dinklage one? It's yeah, yeah. Okay. it's the new one. The Dinklage Games, the one the that nobody's games? watching. Right. This right, is right, the right. Fantastic Beasts of the Hunger Games. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. Which, if there's any indication, means that there'll definitely be a bunch of good ones, and someone will vape the Holocaust, <laughs> like in Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> um. So I've never seen I, I I've seen the other Hunger Games movies. I want to okay. do the script before we talk too yeah, much okay, about it. Great. But then we can talk about this. Uh but I have seen Hunger Games one, two, and three and three B. And mm-hmm. um right. liked one, liked two, three was fine, three B was like I thought laughable. Okay. Um like people were upset in the theater. Because I went saw it in the theaters and people were just like, This is it was it, sh- a little shark jumpy oh, and a yeah. little bit mm-hmm. anyways. Sure. Um, but I did like them, and I like Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. and the cast was really fun. And I didn't see this one. I don't understand why. To me, it's crazy when there's a prequel where you know where everything is going. Like a prequel to Titanic where they're, like, building the boat or something would be psycho right. to me. <laughs> or you're like, well, we know what happens with the boat. Yeah. Like, And then one guy is like, there'll be a moment in that Titanic prequel where guys like, this hole is large enough, and then and then it's just you know a Boeing seven forty seven like review or something. Yeah, well then it has to become about what they don't write it around. It has to then become about the characters, and the characters then end up the weakest part of the prequel mm-hmm. because we already know where it's going. And then yeah. they're like, "What if we just like phone it in?" <laughs> well, what I love about a uh, prequel to a massive franchise is the people you know will die because you're like, "Well, you don't yeah. have enough." You are disposable. Your name isn't in the next one. Right. You know what I mean? You're just like, you have no like pressure in the world of the new ones that everyone liked. Totally. So um, anyway, so I wrote what I figured uh, The Hunger Games, A Ballad of Songbird and Snakes was. <laughs> and I will cast this up here. Here's I did not know that's what it's called. A I Ballad know. of Songbirds and Snakes. It's about the them. <laughs> um, it's, so Okay, that makes sense. I don't, I, I really don't, thing. I really have no idea. So, uh, um, I just want to be clear. I didn't yeah. like this movie. <laughs> yes. Um, I, 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 I mentioned what I knew about it okay. and what you had mentioned okay, about great. it as well. Um, let me cast this up here. Um, 
Bailey, will you be Flitwig? <laughs> yes. <laughs> These people have insane names. These people have like Chat GPT Harry <laughs> Potter names. <laughs> When you like watch the Hunger Games, you know what I mean? it's like. It's literally like we couldn't afford the copyright to Lord of the Potter, so this is what we've named everyone. Um, Lindsay, will you be Badman? Badman, yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, and then Lindsay, will you also be Snow? Yes. And Bailey, will you be um, Sarah? Yeah. Okay, great. I think that's everybody. Uh, <laughs> Bailey, uh, Nolan, will you be Songbird? You don't have to read the script. It's once. I'll tell you when it happens. <laughs> it's once. It's once. <laughs> the songbird has one line. You don't need the script. I don't need to know. It's the just line. a sound effect. You're gonna make bird noises. <laughs> Good enough. Um, he was so scared. Um, he was panicking. Um, if not, I can do it. He's like, you know, this isn't my thing. <laughs> but does that feel all right? Sure. Okay. Um, all right. So everyone knows who they are. Yeah. And this is me. I've never seen the. It does it say the Hunger Games in the title, or is it just no. called this? Okay, this is ah. about uh, the Hunger Games, uh, a ballad of Walter Scruggs and songbirds <laughs> and snakes. This is a ballad of songbirds and snakes never seen by Kyle Ayers, based on the trailer and the one thing Lindsay told me about the movie. Uh, also, I have seen the other Hunger Games movies, the four based on three books. Do you remember anything from them? I don't know. And I started writing. This franchise is like the <laughs> avatar of Harry Potter's. We all saw it. It made tons of money. Then we never thought about it again. And the last one was a book split into two. <laughs> Fade in. Exterior. Outside the Capitol, which is named the Capitol. I did remember that. Daytime. <laughs> we lead in with a swooping camera shot over the Capitol. Trademark. The capital city of... Is this a country? Is this a city? <laughs> is this a county? I don't know. This place. I remember it having a name, but I can't remember. A bunch of districts. I don't remember if the whole place had a name. Into frame swoops a small songbird soaring over a massive crowd gathered around the Capitol's center plaza. The songbird dives down, feet over the heads of the people, and the camera pans around showing us massive signs that read District 11, District 2, and so on. Crowds from each of the 13 districts represented all cheering. Opening credits roll. As the songbird swoops in and out of the throng of people, we're introduced visually to how each district's population is made up. District 1, rich folks, fancy clothes. District 2, half as rich as District 1. <laughs> district 3, half as rich as District 2, and so on. So District 13 is 0 0.002441406256 <laughs> as wealthy as District 1. You can tell by looking at them because they have pots for heads, like Johnny Appleseed, <laughs> and like flat heads? pots for heads. Probably pots for hats would make more sense. <laughs> They're literally pots. These are potheads. Oh my God. <laughs> if you throw rocks at them, they're potheads and it is stoners. Technically science fiction. <laughs> uh, and they got flower sacks for clothes. Someone under the District 12 banner whistles through the gap in his only two teeth. The songbird continues its flight up to the center of the plaza where it lands on a giant fountain. It sings out to the masses its song of hope and joy. This is the bird's songbird. We'll, all right, we'll put one in in post. Uh, <laughs> what if I add just a racist slur in post? <laughs> I build up that it's Nolan's one line, and then it's just it's just Kramer's stand-up set. Um, uh, okay, we hear his song of hope and joy. A giant snake flies into frame out of nowhere and eats the songbird. It's over immediately. <laughs> the snake gulps the little bird down in a heavy-handed metaphor that plays out the title of the movie immediately. The title card hits, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes Based on the Hunger Games, followed by a secondary title card, The Year 50 BK, Before Katniss. <laughs> 
As the snake starts to slither away, a hand reaches down and grabs it. Lifting the snake up, we see Badman Richardson, played by <laughs> played by Peter Dinklage. Badman holds the snake in front of his face. Curious creature, the snake. No, no legs, yet constant movement. Did you know that the most common fear among people is snakes? Badman looks up and we see Flitwig Bartletalker. <laughs> These people's, I don't know their names. No, they're good. Uh, I'm taking it seriously, you guys. Played by Jason Schwartzman, who looks like he hosts American Idol in an episode of Black Mirror. He is clearly the ancestor of the guy who hosts the Hunger Games in the Hunger Games movies about the Hunger Games. Badman continues. And snakes are a viable enough fear, Sir Flitwig, but you know what they should fear more than snakes? I'm sure you're going to tell me, my dear Sir Badman. Badman looks at the snake, the snake back at him. After a brief moment, he bites off the head of the snake, <laughs> chews it, and swallows it down. He then sucks the songbird out of the snake's body tube and gulps it down as well. He looks up at Flitwig. Us. They should fear us. There's always something bigger. Flitwick gathers himself, gives Badman a tiny... It's crazy how much I was working on it now, and by the end it is like I wanted to go to bed. Like you will see, <laughs> Flitwick gathers himself, gives Badman a tiny nod, and steps forward to the edge of the fountain facing the crowd. He pulls out a Price is Right thin microphone and starts speaking to the 13 districts. People of this country. Everyone cheers. They love this guy. He's the guy they know. <laughs> From TV or radio or whatever's around. Those tube TVs maybe. We hear the Capitol, trademark. Thank you for coming out to announcement day. The crowd goes wild. Now I know what you're thinking. Flitwig, you handsome devil, you. What could you possibly announce today that would be better than the last year's announcement of we are separating everyone by how much money they have <laughs> and numbering you as such? Well, let me tell you, we've got a doozy. We here at the Capitol have decided. Cut to black. Um, oh, there's a couple of disposable people here. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bailey, will you be disposable one yeah. and Lindsay disposable two? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> so he says, we here of the Capitol have decided, cut to black, title card, weeks earlier, interior of the Capitol inside a big, nice meeting room. Flitwick, Badman, and a couple of rich, powerful people who don't need names because they're disposable bad guys are sitting <laughs> around a round table. We pick up mid-conversation. And they bought right into it. That's the craziest part. Separate the pores and the levels of pores. In reality, <laughs> it was genius. All we had to do was give them nicknames. District 4, Volcanoes. The District <laughs> 8, Lamps. <laughs> and the boom, they're in. Tribalism. They're too worried about being better or cooler than the other districts that they don't even see we're running at all. From the darkness, uh, this is snow. From the darkness of the edge of the room comes a voice. Oh, thank you for explaining it like we were an audience in a movie theater or something. The voice steps into the light and we <laughs> reveal young, eventual, white beard, bad guy from the other movies, Snow. Oh, yeah, I'm Snow, right? Yeah. Oh, but we can only keep them occupied, squabbling amongst another for so long. We'll need something bigger, something to pit them against another, once another, <laughs> something to pit them against one another that is a way bigger deal than just nicknames for districts. And I think I've got just the idea. A shot of bad men sitting tableside as a shadow overtakes his face. Oh, sir, you don't mean to. Snow sets down a large covered serving tray on the table. Cut back to exterior outside the Capitol, which is named the Capitol Daytime. We cut back to Flitwig addressing the crowd. 
Well, let me tell you, we've got a doozy. We here at the Capitol have decided. Flitwick glances up and sees snow standing on the balcony of a rich person building. <clears throat> on on this. Badman reaches down and picks up a silver <laughs> serving tray, holding it for everyone to see. Flitwick removes its cover, revealing a giant pile of hot dogs. <laughs> a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> the roar of the crowd settles into quiet murmurs. <laughs> they are unimpressed. A hot dog contest between each district. One representative will be randomly chosen to compete against one another. The crowd just really isn't feeling it. <laughs> Flitwick begins to panic. And um, the uh, the winning per- person gets to li- live in the capital and be famous. The crowd perks up. And you, and you get a hat. A hat that says you won. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> Flitwick glances up at Snow, who gives him a nod as to say good save, but also the price of that hat is coming out of your paycheck. Fade to exterior of the Capitol later that evening. The great drawing of competitors is underway. On stage are the chosen ones from districts one through nine. Next to them, Flitwick is drawing names out of a bowl held by Badman. And from District 10, Brokey McBlue Collar. <laughs> a man throws his hands in the air, cheered by his nearby friends, and makes his way to the stage. It's like he just got called down to contestants for all on the prices right. I didn't mean to bring that show up twice. <laughs> Flitwick and Badman nod to Brokey, who joins the other competitors on the table for the contest. <laughs> and from District 11, Poro, same clothes every day. <laughs> a repeat, Poro joins the stage. Uh, District 12 will be represented by... Flitwig fishes around in the bowl. Sarah Everdeen! Amongst the District 12 pile, (laughs) we see Sarah around 30 years old. She leans down to her daughter standing next to her. Now, mommy has to go eat a bunch of hot dogs for a hat. (laughs) If I die or don't come back, make sure... You have kids who also have kids. (laughs) (laughs) The toddler nods. (laughs) Sarah makes her way to the stage, closely followed by whoever got called from District 13. It doesn't really matter. Everyone is sitting in place for the hot dog eating contest. First person to finish all 13 of their hot dogs, one for each district, is the winner. And then gets to lead a cool life in the capital and make it seem like anyone could make it. There's a lull. Badman grabs a hat from the table and yells to the crowd. Plus the hat! The crowd erupts again. <laughs> <laughs> a countdown timer begins and the whole crowd in unison counts down to the hot dog eating contest. Five, four, three, two, one. A bell goes off and the contest begins. Everyone's fucking scarfing these dogs down. They want that hat. <laughs> A couple of people pass out after a few hot dogs. But Sarah, something is special about Sarah. She blisters through the stack of glizzies, knocking all 13 out well ahead of everyone else. And she doesn't even have to do the Kobayashi bun dunk since it's not around yet. As she finishes her last hot dog, the crowd, especially folks from her district, go crazy. Flitwick holds her hand in the air. Winner, Sarah Everdeen from District 12. Badman places the hat on her head. The crowd is going wild, and then suddenly we hear a gunshot ring out. (laughs) Then another, then 12 more. (laughs) All 12 contestants who are not Sarah fall to the ground dead. (laughs) From the balcony, Snow stands, smoking gun in hand. The crowd falls silent. Snow yells out. He doesn't need a microphone. He's got that bad guy commanding voice. I decided that if you don't win the hot dog contest, you also die. (laughs) The crowd in unison gasps. 
The stakes felt too small when they were just hat. <laughs> now, if you lose, you die. So remember the name. So remember that next time, a time comes up to remember that sort of thing. <laughs> the crowd is still a little confused. <laughs> we will workshop this. <laughs> It will become better and more streamlined than hot dog eating contests where losers die. But people will die. We're all new to this. Give us time. We'll even come up with a better name for these. Hungry Games. Badman puts his arm around Sarah and tries to lead her off the stage. Come quickly. It's not safe for you here. I've actually been a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been a good guy this whole time. Mostly since shit really hit the fan after the hot dog contest. <laughs> we must leave. You're going to be a martyr. I think that's what that means. But Sarah pushes back, shaking Badman's arm off her. She walks center stage in her first annual big hot dog eating contest champion hat. She clears her throat. The crowd hushes. Even snow quiets down. Since she won the contest, she's important and he has to respect that. Literally out of nowhere, apparently, Sarah begins to sing. Hold on. Let me, let me get into this. Sarah singing however she wants. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm okay. Sorry. No, 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 I just got to feel it. I'm crying. The hot dog eating contest. I won the whole thing. <laughs> What's the best? <laughs> It sort of hold rhymes on, as on. you go. Okay, just so let me yeah, let me keep that in mind. <laughs> at eating, <laughs> but at what cost? At what cost did it come? The songbird sings, but the snake eats her when she's done. What I ask you is this madness, <laughs> please, daughter. She looks out at her daughter as she's singing. If you have a granddaughter, name her. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gasps. A songbird swoops down and full on eats a hot dog, which could represent a snake and the turning of the tables. Cut to black. Oh my God. Kyle, I, you really outdid yourself. Yeah, honestly, I am crying. <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's so much funnier when you have seen it, obviously, but like. It's. You could throw it over here. It was that was great. Thank you. Truly, um, bravo. Wow. <laughs> and great performance, Bailey. Truly. Yeah. Thank you. I, I actually did read this ahead of time and practiced that. As oh, you could oh, probably. That was a, did that you really? was a practice oh. song. Oh. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck did you get this PDF? I was early? like, oh, that's a. You um, should have. I just didn't want to be like too shocked by. I just remembered how beautiful that my voice. You is. told me there was singing out of nowhere, and it caught you off guard. <laughs> it really and did. And so I started from there and worked back. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm actually. Yeah. I'm glad I gave you that one detail at least. Otherwise, it, more miming. Yes. <laughs> Yes, more my. I mean, honestly, it wasn't completely different. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I remember like all of the Star Wars prequel stuff. Yeah, there's like eighty things that just end with you seeing Darth Vader, and they're yeah. and did you know there's a Darth Vader? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, all right. Well, what we're gonna do, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna come right back and talk a little more about this movie. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You can't even tell that this you've ever voted. No, honestly, I was sobbing. Um, all right, we're back. A song of birds and a. A ballad. I could never remember ballad, and I'd be like, uh, is, I literally thought this movie was called A Song of Songbirds. I'm like, this is, the worst. This is such an insane. Um, okay, so I haven't seen it. I might at some point when it's on a streaming service watch it. Yeah, it's on illegal ones now. Ooh, okay. good to know. Not that I know that. <laughs> um, what did I nail anything? How do they? I just feel like there has to be like a Everdeen through line where you're like, hmm. Um, you know, at the very end, they are <laughs> sitting in a field as they do in these movies <laughs> in this district. They, they always have a field where for whatever reason, no authority can find them. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though or like they, the woods. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, this is my favorite plant. It's called <laughs> Katniss. <laughs> Yes. And you're like, oh my god! Uh, they said her name. And I'll name my daughter Hemp. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly wish they didn't, but um, I mean, she does break out into song, which uh, in a in a way, which to me did feel out of nowhere, abrasive. Yeah. She she had like written songs and also an inexplicable Southern accent. Uh, Is this? What I don't remember, is there a name for the place that everything is? Like, is it, it's not called America. Pan, no, Pan Am. Pan Am. Pan Am. That's right. I knew yes. it was an airline. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I didn't watch the trailer before I saw it. Okay. I just went by the fact that, like, I'm, I'm, pr I'm usually pretty good for mindless, like, science fiction-y mm -hmm. movies. Mm -hmm. I, and I love, I love, like, a like an environment where people have to fight each other. I loved the first two. Yeah. Like so much. And the books are great. The Like Suzanne Collins is, is the this, this is also a book. I yes. did see that oh, this when is? I was looking Oh, up. interesting. Oh, okay. wait, really? Yeah, yeah. This is a book. Ooh, this book, I think. Books. Here's oh, what. This one's a book, not the. The Hunger Games are also books. It's yeah, honestly, it's it's a lot yeah. more upsetting that this is a book. This was like a rushed thing. When I looked, after I wrote it, I was like, was this a book as well? And this book came out in 2020. And yeah. then they made oh. the movie since then. Is it by the same author? I think so. Author? Oh. She probably just wrote it for the, I mean, honestly, it's like she's got to feed her kids. The main, <laughs> the main talking point about this book that I saw online was that it had a digital release during COVID. That's like, everyone was like, mm. we had a digital book launch. Like, wow. This was what you, what it was. Um, and Damn. I always didn't, I didn't even mind that these are like very heavy handed with like the uh, oh, social commentary. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all because the acting is good. And I was, I did always think it was funny that they don't care if the poor people practice weaponry in the woods. <laughs> oh, oh, exactly. <laughs> like I mean, we're like letting these people become sure. savants at killing us. No, the rule, the gobbledygook rules that they make up mm -hmm. is always my favorite part because I'm just like, you know what? You know that I don't care, and I don't. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that it, they had a hard time selling you on the fact that it ever existed, that they would do this. Sure, I don't sure. know if that's what they try and set up 
Is this movie when they're invented? Uh, the Hunger Games? Yeah, is this where they decide to do yes. the killing room? Yes, mm. yeah, so okay. so this is like the first, they're calling it like, I believe like an experiment. I, it's a those. hilarious pitch <laughs> if you're like the first guy who's like, yeah. like because that's what I pictured everyone else is like, okay, we could, I think like every district like has a thing, like yeah. they make like textiles or, or cattle yeah, or like, like whatever, you know? Yeah. And so it's just yeah. so funny to be like, and then they, what if they all die but one? And then if that doesn't land, <laughs> yeah. you're like fired from well, the Capitol. It's also like, it's also so alarming because I, again, like I didn't watch the trailer at all. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm going in blind. Viola Davis is the like evil scientist doctor. Okay. Who's like behind all of it. And I just like find her so not believable <laughs> in that role because she's animated the way that they, uh, you know, the acting style is like animated in the way that they are yeah. all in the Capitol where they're mm. like, yeah. Right, they're, they're all like uh, uh, the host of the Hunger Game. They all behave oh, yeah, in like, like this performative Tucci, style. Yes. That's who it was, was yeah. Stanley Tucci. And yeah. I'm pretty sure just based on trailer, Jason Schwartzman's character is like Stanley Tucci's grandpa or something. Yeah. They do kind of they, look related. I think they're I'm trying to make like it. that is like a the nepo the nepo yeah. baby of the Hunger Games. I, yeah, I yeah. couldn't really follow the line. I, I I but I what the best part was that Peter Dinklage played what he does best, which is like a cynical drunk. I don't even know if he drank, but it I was like <laughs> you're a drunk. But sort of like a like <laughs> a fast talk, it. like a fast talking sort of No, slow uh, the slow oh, really? Well, the slow talking where it's just like Casually, like delivering his mm. lines, yeah. the only one in the in the whole thing. Okay, was but he like good a or bad? Type I mean, of character. he's uh, he's just so compelling to watch in mm -hmm. general yeah. that he ca he carried the movie. Mm -hmm. The lead, I was like, you're unbearable. She was the lead in West Side Story, the movie. Oh, that's a okay. good couple years though. Okay, yeah, they wrote her as like, I mean, her character was like. At, like the most annoying theater girl you've ever if met. If you're like your really, life. really a young up and coming actor in Hollywood and you kill it for a couple of years, you can someday hope to be in something that hasn't been six other things already. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like Especially, maybe we'll put you in a thing that is, you're the first of it. Well, if you're an attractive <laughs> female too and you have the ability to sing, all they're just like, yeah, let's just <laughs> put you in all the stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so I feel like I nailed it 100%. No, you did, absolutely. <laughs> I can't fathom, I mean, I just figure hot dogs. Honestly, I loved Easiest the to bulk cook. I loved yeah. it. That could be the Easter egg of this movie is that Snow invented the word glizzy. <laughs> I'm a big fan of kids killing each other personally. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you did go a different direction. Yeah. Have you seen Battle Royale? Yes. Yeah, how good is that? I mean, I love it. Oh, the movie that made Fortnite? And the Hunger Games. Oh, the Did Hunger it? Games is based off. I mean, I think Fortnite's just a battle royale, just a bunch of people mm. killing each other on an island. Battle royale is. I mean, yeah, I love the every Hunger Games is based of on that. this this film, Battle Royale, Unoffi right? Unofficially, I mean, unofficially, it came out like I think. Ten years before the books did yeah. Japanese novel. Did. But did these come out before or after the Nintendo sixty four game for the world's not enough, where they had a King of the Hill version in the multiplayer? Oh my so God. this is what we need to get to the bottom That's of. That's what, what the first? Hunger Games the is based the on. <laughs> <laughs> the King of is the a, Hill Battle Royale is a Nintendo sixty four ROM I have on I my Mac. <laughs> um, you, sorry, great. another thing I just wanted to point out because I love it so much is what do you love so much? <laughs> Have you seen Beyond Thunderdome, the third, the Tina Turner Mad Max movie? No. no. 
There's a there's a guy who gives a monologue about what Thunderdome is and the rules of it before Mel Gibson and a character named Master Blaster like have to fight. Oh, you shit. gotta have Sounds some like he'd be good at fingering. <laughs> <laughs> You should watch it. You're gonna. Does he finger yeah, someone? He has no fingers. He has no fingers. That's probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, now that's the Fury Road. He's such a kooky character, and he almost <laughs> sings it as a song, but it's not a song. It's just a very musical Australian. It's such a specific delivery a that almost everything about the Stanley Tucci guy in yeah the, uh, are from this guy. I just in really, my opinion. I really, really oh. feel like based on oh. the trailer that Jason Schwartzman. That's supposed to be the same family. They have the same bone structure. They have so the same yeah. bone structure. Um, is Tucci a Coppola? And, and I also, sorry, I just, can we not say the sentence, is Tucci a Coppola? <laughs> <laughs> because the answer is, <laughs> you make bumper stickers or never is, seen it. That is just Tucci say, is a Tucci. Coppola? Honk if you think Tucci's a Coppola. I love that. If you're, if you're this close, pull up to, around and ask me if I think Tucci's a Coppola. Jesus they Christ. do. You go, I know why maybe. the caged birds are Coppolas. Um, I really like that. I'm just, I, I, I feel like I, what I really think, because it's a prequel, made off to be a prequel mm -hmm. to, yeah. is it probably did what the Star Wars prequels wanted to do a lot, which is like, Murder a bunch of kids. Easter egg a bunch of, Hell well, yeah, yeah, and murder a bunch of kids. Hell yes. yeah. Hell um, yeah. Yeah, you've seen those, right? There's like a ton no, of kid murder I, in Star actually, Wars. I, so I almost told you that Star Wars was one that I've never seen, and I I did see it like years ago, but I haven't seen any of the other I think one of the one prequels. of the prequels, there's a just a lot of kids getting killed by one guy. That's, yeah. I mean, that's fucking sick, bro. <laughs> oh my God, Lindsay, you'd love it. It's crazy because yeah, he really calls good. them glizzies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I just I know that I'm pretty sure it's Snow is I remembered his name and he has yeah. the white beard and is the young him He's who Donald becomes the old Snow Sutherland. right Trump yeah he he yeah. does it's like I couldn't follow I knew it, I knew it based on the trailer that it yes. was like maybe that because they said it <laughs> yeah. it's Snow played a character that was supposed to have some sort of empathy and, and I actually like couldn't follow it and didn't try the guy who to. becomes like a straight up dictator yeah. <laughs> But like I he's think he's a good it, guy. I I like can't remember because okay because this was like the first Hunger Games. I don't remember like when Hunger Games started. What I think it was like this is the hundredth Hunger Game or something like. Oh that. yeah, the yeah. ages didn't match up for me. Okay, yeah. So I was I was. That's where little, I was like fifty maybe. Yeah. So I feel like you can't be so because Snow has to still be alive. Right. So if he's like twenty, he could be seventy. Maybe, maybe it wasn't even. Maybe it was like the thirty-first Hunger Games or something like I that. Don't I don't know what it was, but it'd be tight to be in the 69th Hunger Games. Yeah. For the set, like everyone's like, <laughs> that's <laughs> talking about Master Blaster. <laughs> Instead of killing each other, they have to fuck and like. <laughs> Whoever has the most orgasms yeah, yeah. wins. The Thin Glizzy is the cover band. <laughs> um, okay, I think we can put a bow on. I, I wonder if there will be more. All of these universes, Star Wars especially is doing it because there's so many shows. Yeah. And movies. They're just like, you remember that movie we made? What if we portrayed on screen every minute in the history of that universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Harry Potter keeps making these. Like, you know what, what if you, everything that was ever referenced in the history of this franchise played out? 
yeah, on yeah. screen fully. We need fully. to see like all of it. I, I could also see them doing like uh, what they did with Squid Games on Netflix, like mm, the a reality version yeah. of the Hunger Games where, you... where people actually do it. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. they really get the now point of the whole thing and act it out. Or it's like paintball or something, sure. you know. But like, but it is real poor people. It is. Oh, oh my yeah, God. yeah, 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 yeah. Essential. And they have to eat the paintball. That they're poor. <laughs> They take elements from mine, the eating, and elements from the Hunger Games, the, the ammunition. <laughs> the, the pilot starts by going over every contestant's tax returns from the following yeah. year. No, it, they have to prove that they're poor. Uh, yeah. It says here you wrote off half of your studio apartment as an office. Um, we're going to put you District 11. Uh, okay. We're going to, that'll, well, what's our time looking like? I think we're just going to keep going. We're going to play a game here. 36. All right. Um, <clears throat> Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, we'll get to this other one in a minute. We're going to play a game on the, that we play here on the podcast all the time. This game is called Before and Afters. Okay. Get ready to play Before and Afters. How this game works is two movies have been smashed together into one movie. I will tell you the smashed together plot. You have to tell me the smashed together title. So, for instance, like over Uncut Gemini Man. <laughs> Could Love be it. Uncut Gems and Gemini Man. Would you mind tossing me one of those pens there, Nolan? Just... Doesn't matter which one, as long as it's not that green one. This is going to be great because I've had COVID three times and I can't remember any movie I've seen in the last 10 years. Same. I, well, then this is perfect. Same. Yeah. I just got over my third round. I don't remember a lot of words oh, now. Oh, yeah, dude. We, can, <laughs> we don't remember a lot of words now? <laughs> yeah. No, same. I'm uh, pretty, yeah. like, it's, it's pretty cool. You can compete Brain against one another or bad. you can work together. It's up to you. <laughs> we'll see um, how it goes. Yeah. Like to do it. And uh, here we go. So I'll read you the first plot. You tell me the, let's see, Wolf of Wally Street, Saving Private Silverman, uh, Fa Argo, which is Argo and Fargo, uh, a lot of them, right? Those are some examples. Here we go. Right. First plot. A giant murderous shark adapts to life in a maximum security prison before planning his escape. Mm. Ooh, I, I feel like I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, the Jaws, Jaws Shank. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> this is how they start the first Hunger Games. I don't. Peter I just want to say I don't feel like I want to compete with Bailey. Great. No, okay. no, I think we should work together. Yeah, I agree. The, this I is the insulting prop they gave Peter Dinklage was <laughs> that know. horn. All right, I'll keep score here on the back of one of these. So there's no score. We're no, it's eight to eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's no score. Don't fucking raise score. Oh, because yeah. you guys uh, both got four points for that one, and then four points for your great reading of the script. Sick. Thank you. <laughs> Number two. A fish loses his son and must try and track down and save him from an island where you age rapidly. Oh, Finding, finding Dory. Or oh. no, Finding Nemo. Th- yeah, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo is correct. Damn. So you got the <laughs> name right. Oh, so we have to guess the name, the yeah. joint name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. it's like, yeah. Finding Nemo. Who wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have to give shout outs to, I think I wrote that one. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Some of these titles were written by people on the Discord. Rocky, Masubi, Bubs. Thank you for submitting these. Uh, if you want to play before and afters, Go find the Discord at fart.kyleairs.com. <laughs> and basically, it's a big message board for fans, and we got a robot in there that'll play this game with you with the thousand before and afters we've had on That's the show so before. That's so cool. Um, all right. Finding Nemo. Next one. <laughs> Three years after a scandal ended his presidency, a cryogenically frozen international man of mystery is interviewed on national television. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I, wait, can you read it one more time? No. <gasps> It's disappearing like a Harry Potter match. <laughs> um, three years after a scandal ended his presidency, a cryogenically frozen international man of mystery 
is interviewed on national television. I feel like this is unfair because there's been multiple movies made about presidents. Um, and <laughs> the, I yeah. feel like this game is targeting me because there's been more than one movie before. <laughs> and this could be referencing one of the other ones. Honestly, there's been multiple movies about presidents. Yeah. There's been multiple movies about, about interviews. International Mystery Man. The people have been yeah. on TV. Uh, I'm tell- International Man I, Mystery is the tagline to the movie. So like James Bond. Oh, okay. Wait, Austin Powers? I've never seen any Austin Powers or James Bond. I haven't seen any James Bonds. It's not James Bond. Okay. Nolan, do you want to guess? This always plays good on video. Frost Powers? We're looking for Frostin Powers Nixon. Shit. I got Uh, half of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's two points for Lindsay for getting half of it. Good job. 12 to 10. Okay. Not competing against another one another, but someone is winning. <laughs> oh my God. Final before and after. The story of the life and career of a legendary R&B musician who went blind at age seven and attempted to break parole and reinvent himself <laughs> as a mayor and factory owner. Ray. Yeah, Ray. But then I don't know the other one. I don't either. Reinvent himself as a as a mayor, mayor? and factory owner. Ray, it's not. It can't be Wonka. <laughs> is that Fargo? Rayleigh Wonka. Rayleigh Wonka. <laughs> Rayleigh Wonka's pretty good. I don't think that's it, though. It's, I don't know. I don't Shit. know what the second one I'll is. I'll elaborate a little bit here. Yeah. Okay. The story and life of, and the story of the life and career of a legendary rhythm and blues musician who went blind at age seven. My elaboration is expanding R&B to yeah, rhythm and blues. Honestly. <laughs> and then I'm like, come on. Yeah. Uh, who went blind at age seven and attempted to break parole and reinvent himself as a mayor and factory owner despite relentless pursuit from the man who freed him. I don't think I've seen this one. Can we phone in Nolan? No. I got nothing. Yeah, I, what okay. is All right, it? We are looking for Ray Miserable. Oh, what? How is that? Okay, I don't. I didn't follow the plot of Les It's a Mis. hard yeah. plot. To, it's a hard plot if to write. If you had said Ray Charles goes blind and Anne Hathaway cuts her hair off and sings a new camera, you. I think we would have gotten it. Right. Well, that's if referencing multiple of the real names of the actors in the said, movie. Okay, well, uh, like I said, we would have gotten it. <clears throat> well, why don't you fucking take it up with Rocky? <laughs> Ray Miserable. <laughs> that one's a fun one to say, though. Ray's, Ray Miserable is good. Yeah. But yeah, um, you missed the actual plot point. Right, well, Bailey loses one point for questioning the game. <gasps> I don't make the rules. I don't I don't like that. It's 9 to 12. Well, now, making... now it's 9 to 11 because it's a funnier score. <laughs> I don't know why it, I rewrite all of it. All. What is this for? The writing of the numbers down. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with a brand new game we've never done on the podcast in the history of the 300 episodes of the podcast. I'm so excited. Um, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, I promised a brand new game. That is what we're going to do. This game, brand new, that we have never played before. Doesn't really have a name, but I'm gonna call it, uh, you've never seen it, so we redacted some of the lines, and let's see what you think happens in this movie. <laughs> oh my um, God. What it, you told me some other movies you hadn't seen. Yes. I took a famous scene from one of the movies you hadn't seen. Okay. I redacted lines from it, and okay. so we're gonna read the scene, and you're gonna have to just fill in the redacted lines. Oh, I love um, it. <laughs> so you told me you'd never seen Lord of the Rings. Right. I took a scene from Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. and I've seen scenes. <clears throat> okay. Then this may help. Yeah. Um, I'll pass out these scripts here. Here you go. 
Thank you. Um, we're gonna start from Strider's line. We're not gonna riff all that redacted are stuff. Are these there. the real names? These are the real, this is the real script. Oh, this oh, is the actual oh script. fuck me. Um, this is the actual script from Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Um, we will be doing a scene where the Fellowship of the Ring is forming. <laughs> okay. Um, anytime it is a, a character starting from here down, uh, you'll be playing Boromir and Gimli, Lindsay. <laughs> And you will have to fill in all of the dark <laughs> lines from Boromir and Gimli. And you'll also be playing Sam. <laughs> so you will be having, having, those will be your three characters. Mm, you'll have to fill in their lines. This feels like a script that you wrote, but. I wish. Like a Would group? I be in this closet if I wrote Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring? Uh, <laughs> maybe, because this feels like where Peter Jackson might hang out. Um, so you will be Boromir, Gimli, okay. and Sam. And I left parts of their lines in redacted parts of other ones so you just sort of read them however <laughs> you get to see the length the line is bailey you'll be strider and all that that entails i believe you know you will also oh, be yeah. you'll also be elrond oh bailey you're just going to be everybody else okay <laughs> okay and i'll do the stage directions okay. all right okay um oh, and so, so this is once again a scene from lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring um wait which, which which is this the first the movie? first movie okay this is the formation of the fellowship Lindsay will be playing a few parts uh, even though she hasn't seen the movie, so she'll be filling in <laughs> what she thinks prob they probably said. I love um, this so much. I'm all right, so excited. So, uh, from, <clears throat> from Strider. You cannot wield it. None of us can. The One Ring answers to Sauron alone. I have to nail this part because this is so iconic. Yeah. It has no other master. <laughs> <laughs> Angle on. Boromir turns and looks at Strider coolly. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, this is like hard. It sounds like she did a Boston accent. <laughs> Boromir just sounds like the Skating. neighborhood Mark Wahlberg grew up in. I don't know if I can carry it all the way through. Uh, I could be the master. <laughs> sure, sure. That's what he, I mean, that's Strider not, says nothing not and Boromir far. turns away dismissively. That's actually kind of Boromir's <laughs> attitude towards the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Angle on Legolas stands up. This is no mere ranger. <laughs> he is Aragorn, son of Arathorn. You owe him your allegiance. Angle on Frodo looks at Strider questioningly. <laughs> Boromir turns sharply. Boromir. Aragorn. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. <laughs> Aragorn, this is my dick. <laughs> I left the question mark at the end. <laughs> and heir to the throne of Gondor. <laughs> Arrogant, or Strider says in Elvish with subtitles. Oh, have a dad like that. Sit down. I can't. This is nice. Boromir replies to Strider. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> wait, what? What does Boromir say to back to them? Oh. Am I looking at a different yeah, no, one? No, no, you're right here. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Gandalf. <laughs> Aragorn is right. We cannot use it. Elrond. You have only one choice. The ring must be destroyed. On the soundtrack, the hum of the ring seems to, glow, <laughs> to grow louder in Frodo's ears. Angle on Gimli suddenly stands excited. Then... We shall. <laughs> then we shall go to lunch. 
Not totally out of Gimli's character. This is my favorite thing that's ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> Seeing Gimli, after, like... <laughs> Gimli, after requesting a lunch break, rushes forward. He swings his axe down on the ring. The axe shatters with a deafening crack. Gimli falls backwards, staring in disbelief at the ring, unharmed. Angle on Frodo winces as an angry image of the fiery eye hits him. He slumps in his chair, clutching his forehead. Gandalf <laughs> looks at him with concern. Elrond. The ring cannot be destroyed, Gimli, son of Gloin. By any craft that we here possess, the ring was made in the fires of Mount Doom. Only there can it be unmade. It must be taken deep into Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. And cast into the fiery chasm from whence it came. One of you must do this. Stunned silence. <laughs> the council sits with downcast eyes as if a great dread has descended upon them. Boromir addresses the council in a quiet voice. And so everyone listening knows this line is like half redacted, but half still there. Okay. One does not simply... It says quiet voice, right? One does not simply go into a fiery chasm... It's black. Damn. It's black gates are guarded by <laughs> little elves. <laughs> <laughs> There's evil there that does not sleep, and uh, <laughs> oh, chupacabra is ever watchful. <laughs> it is a dark horse riddled with. <laughs> Dark horse? <laughs> I don't know. There is that. This is hard. So far, everything you've named is there, <laughs> okay, which okay. is wild. Yeah. It is a dark horse riddled with AIDS. <laughs> okay, we've taken a turn. <laughs> but also kind of still true. Kind you of could still describe true. Mordor as a dark horse riddled with Can we go a dark horse riddled with COVID? <laughs> COVID and bronchitis <laughs> and a cold. The very air you breathe is a hazard. Not with this ring. <laughs> Could you do this? It is impossible. Legolas. Nice. Have you heard nothing Lord Elrond has said? The <laughs> ring must be destroyed. Gimli replies. Don't you think I've been listening? <laughs> and then I just left in a whole Boromir line. And what if we fail? What then? What happens when Sauron takes back what's his? Gimli leaps to his feet. I will not. I, I will be dead before I see Sauron get his goods. <laughs> A storm of argument erupts around the room, close on Frodo. Sound disappears as he watches in slow motion. The angry faces, the shaking fists, the accusatory fingers. His eyes move to the ring. The hum grows louder in his head. Gimli. Never trust an elf. Oh my god. That's the god. exact line. That is the Wait, line. Shut, <laughs> up. shut the fuck up, you guys. That, that is, is literally the, exact, the line. Like, that's the exact line. Oh my god. Lindsay. I am a genius. You could have written this whole thing. You could have. You're right. You're uh, right. Close on the ring fills the screen. Streams with blood flow across the surface. Flames flicker within the gold band. Gandalf. Do you not understand why we, while we bicker amongst ourselves, Sauron's power grows. No one will escape it. 
You will all be destroyed with your homes burnt and your families put to the sword. Oh, you're Frodo as well. Close on, Frodo, breathing rapidly, caught in the grip of his hideous vision. (laughs) With a huge effort of will, Frodo tears his gaze, tears his gaze upon the ring. Angle on Frodo suddenly stands. He speaks in a strong, clear voice to the group. I will be there. (laughs) I will be there. I will be inside the chasm. Sudden silence. (laughs) Frodo looks around the room at the astonished faces. Thought I'd just put that out there. (laughs) Thought I'd just put that out there. (laughs) Angle on Gandalf rises to his feet. Gandalf to Frodo. I will help you bear this burden, Frodo Baggins, as long as it is yours to bear. Aragorn to Frodo. It is by my life or death I can protect you, I will. You have my sword. Aragorn steps forward, followed by Legolas and Gimli. And you have my bow. And Gimli. (laughs) And my hat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, this is so long. I couldn't figure out when to end it at all. I could not figure out when to end this. This is really vulnerable. (laughs) Angle on Boromir looks at all of them and then walks to Frodo. You... Stupid little one. (laughs) (laughs) Boromir then looks towards Elrond and Gandalf. If this is indeed the will of the council, then guess I got to go along with it. (laughs) (laughs) You honestly have captured Boromir's energy really well. Like, wow. (laughs) I don't think you realize how of Gimli's lines and all of Boromir's energy. I think I'm just, you know, like intuitively understanding his name. Yeah, Yeah. you're channeling. Yeah, I'm channeling. Angle on. Uh, all right, Bailey. Oh, you be the rest of the redacted ones. Okay. Um, Angle on Frodo stares in wonder as the greatest fighters in Middle Earth stand at his side. Unseen is Sam. Fuck. <laughs> a sudden noise. Sam pops up from behind a bush. Mr. Frodo's got a nice ass. <laughs> oh, you know the lines. I, I, uh, I honestly don't remember. I don't remember I know either. It's not that, but I, I don't, don't remember what he says there. I mean, uh, Elrond to Sam. No, indeed, it is hardly possible to separate you, even when he is summoned to a secret council, and you are not. Angle on Mary, Bailey, and Pippin, Lindsay jump out from behind another bush. This is like the, one of the greatest movies ever made, and the stage directions are so absurdly. The angle two on guys, two bush guys. Bush. Uh, they jump out from behind another bush. Oi, we're coming too. You'd have to send us home tied up in a sack to stop us. Pippin. Anyway, you need my help because <laughs> I am a smart little bitch. Dude, that is, I mean, I'm not joking. I think he, that is that like, it, like the line is like, says, and yeah. you need, no, I'm not. I think the line is like, and you need a really intelligent person to go along with you. Yeah, I actually think that is what he says. That's so wild. Because then the next line is Mary. Well, that rules you out, Pip. Um, Elrond surveys the group. Elrond. Nine companions, so be it. You shall be the Fellowship of the Ring. Pippin. Great. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, you do. This is... That was such a good game. I actually <laughs> am blown away because I'm pretty sure Pippin's line is like, yeah. oh, and you need someone, uh, some intelligent fellows to go along. Yeah. And you- <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's literally, 
I'm oh. I'm so impressed. That's the best I've wow. ever felt in my whole life. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I it, let's say I think I started to understand obviously what was going like they're preparing for their journey or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh fuck, that was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. And then if you wouldn't mind just doing the rest of the redacted page. There. Um, yeah. Um, the next redacted files we're gonna take turns reading. This is the Epstein list that came out. Um, <laughs> I will be playing Bill. Great. Uh, well, hey, what are we looking at on time? I feel like we're pretty good. Yeah, we're we're pretty good. I think that feels that feels great. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This Bailey, was so fun. Thank you for being here. Yeah, of um, course. If you guys want to let anyone know where to find you and things that are going on, this is the perfect time for that. Okay, great. Um, Bailey, when is this coming out? <clears throat> Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, on Friday, if you're in LA. Lyric Hyperion, Femmes the Rules, the show where men get interrupted. It's a show I host. Such a funny show. Lindsay has done it. Lindsay is maybe my all-time favorite interrupter <laughs> ever on the show. Um, uh, yeah, so that's happening 9.30 at the Lyric Hyperion. And then in May, Femmes the Rules is also going to be at Rip City in Portland. I think it's the first weekend in May. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Lindsay Adams is popular where I post a variety of things around. I'm not really pitching myself. Well, look, I post croissant reviews. Sometimes I eat a lot of baked goods. Um, obviously I post my stand up. You can also come to either of my weekly shows in LA. If you're there Saturday night, good heroin at stories and Monday, uh, we have a show at Senor Fish in Eagle Rock. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, if you want to find the Discord, fart.kylers.com. Um, thanks to everyone who did our Secret Santa where you get a gift from a movie you've never seen, but the gift would make more sense if you'd seen the movie. <laughs> um, if you guys have videos or pictures of you unboxing or showing those off, send them my way, and we'll be posting those on Never Seen It's Instagram and stuff. Thank you. That's it for us, uh, for myself, Lindsay Bailey. Thank you to Nolan for producing this episode uh, as well. Once again, LA, get tickets to that show at the Elysian Theater, elysiantheater.com, Sunday, February 4th. Um, I have some clips of the show on Patreon as well, at least some of the jokes that might make their way in there if that's your uh, uh, thing, if you can't make it out. Look out for those other dates. Follow me at Kyle Ayers on, on wherever and Kyle Ayers Things on TikTok. I appreciate you all. Find the show. Follow us wherever. Say hi. All that sort of stuff. Thank you.